Look, if you're, if you're gonna ride pit bikes and have a good time, you just gotta be ready to get hurt. <laughs> Luke went into this project about like Quentin did drifting Corvettes. <laughs> this is it, this is the time I've been waiting for. He bro. got wide open, grabbing gears, no lift shifting. But he literally just slid in the scorpion position. Aggressive breakdance parkour scorpion. <laughs> if it's homeless made, what do you call that? <laughs> Quentin's got neck tattoos, he would fit right in with oh, some balls. Yeah. Yeah. This one's sketchy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, here we go, boys. Another checkers or records D. Henderson. The first thing I noticed when we pulled up is you got a mountain bike behind your yeah. truck now. <laughs> <laughs> Seen his post the other day. Yeah, I've been doing mountain bike things now. Dude, got- the tires were spotless. So are you riding it thing or is it just riding around on the back of your truck? Well, I like to give off the impression that I uh mountain bike more than I do, so I just leave it I just leave it hooked up to the back of the truck. I actually got two of them. You do? Yeah. How come we never get invited to go ride mountain bikes? Nobody ever wants to go. That's a lie. I went by myself yesterday. I invited you one time, too, and you said, uh, do they allow bikes with motors over there? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was my first statement. Quentin, speaking of trucks, it looks like you got some new head slingers on that truck. You do? About how often are you going through tires on that truck? A set of Toyos probably every 30,000 miles. 30,000. What are they rated for in general? Probably about 60. Yeah. (laughs) You ever thought about putting buckshots just on the back? Buckshot motors? (laughs) No, because with that setup, they only install stock bald front tires on the front. You're not willing to run the high school setup? No, I don't want the mudslinging drag pack. If you had to wildly speculate, um, why do you think you're only getting half of the life out of your tires? Shreveport Roads. You think so? Mm. Yeah, but because I drive on them and drift on them, yeah. not necessarily the roads. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. And then Luke, speaking of roads, mm. <laughs> my boy's still recovering from some road rash, would you say? Yeah, I've got uh, about as many miles on my back as Quentin has on his tires. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my Seems God. Seems like you spent more time off of your pit bike on the ground than you have on your pit bike ride. For sure. If anybody follows you, they know that's truth. Oof. <laughs> Follows me. You act like it's he's my still, fault. He's still blamed. Literally, every time the story gets yeah. brought up before you can even finish it. Yeah, D slammed on his brakes in front of me. I was if like, D wouldn't have stopped so fast. I'd still have all the skin on my back. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I'm saying that if you, uh, if anybody follows you, they've seen me hit the ground uh, a few times. Oh, you don't I'm mean saying. follow me on a oh, pit bike? No, no. I thought no, you were no, turning no. one of my ex girlfriends all of a sudden. Like I'm <laughs> no. just like, hey, listen. You cheated on me with this dude. Well, I mean, it was your fault because <laughs> no, you didn't no, do this and you didn't do that. That's not what I was saying. I d- it, was, it was my fault, but uh, I mean, I'm going to make sure I get out of anybody's way and, and if I'm in the front. For just, anybody. Just so I don't have to watch them skate across the concrete. Yeah. For anybody that uh, doesn't follow me or Quentin or you or Dustin, why don't you just go ahead and break down? First of all, our pit bike shenanigans have begun. I think last time we were on the podcast, we were literally leaving immediately from here to go get them, right? Mm-hmm. To go over to Forest City. I don't think we've talked since then. But no. for people that don't know, there's been some hood rat things happening lately Already. on pit bikes. Luke, yeah. why don't you go ahead and, you know, let's just back up to the very first ride that you took when we decided to jump the fence. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to back up a little this bit farther than that. Okay. Uh, just a little bit. So I, I didn't get... A pit bike when y'all first when everybody got a pit bike. Mm. I saw everybody got a pit bike. I literally saw that you got the pit bike 
from following you on Instagram. So I was like, oh, F. <laughs> Our offices are directly across from each other. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'm busy. <laughs> but you only knew that I got a pit bike because of Instagram. Yeah. yeah, he always has his headphones on listening to Panic at the Disco. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Gets me pumped up. But uh, yeah, so I saw that and I was like, yo, I've got to get a pit bike. So I got with Logan, got me hooked up and went and picked it up four and a half hours away, got back. And I think the weekend after that, we went ride. That was just a couple of days later. <laughs> yeah. Was, was it a week later? I don't uh, think so. I don't remember the time. It was close. It may have been just a couple of days. We we went on that <laughs> first ride, and, and I think he saw the videos and pictures and stuff, and he's like, I'm not missing another ride. I'm yeah. going to get it tomorrow. Yeah, that's, that's exactly how it went down. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, so I get the pit bike, and well, <clears throat> the first ride that I get to go on, I'm with DH and DJ. Yeah. Which... I don't know if y'all know this. That was probably not a good move in the first place. No, I think we're very conservative on pit bikes, right? Yeah, that was a good day. Yeah, we're real careful. That was a good, easy ride. But I haven't ridden a pit bike since I was 12 years old. (laughs) You say that now like I haven't ridden since I was 12, but when you originally talked about it, you were like, bro, I raced most of my life. I had full confidence. You did say that. I had full confidence. He was showing us like a... pictures where he was racing and like getting like big air and stuff luke went into this project about like quentin did drifting corvettes <laughs> or, or or dirt track racing yeah or dirt track racing <laughs> i mean you only, you only you only learn by doing it you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah. So. so i went in full steam ahead like i did not hold anything back well anyway dj and dh are going they're just jumping these things and i'm like yeah Man, I guess I guess we're just bringing it all the way back to childhood. And, I, <laughs> and so the first one, we we're gonna go jump over this little like this not too bad of a jump, and they were. Bro, I seen it. It's sketchy. It, <laughs> Y'all showed me. I was like, that's a big gap for a pit bike, and you don't fit on the thing proportional. It has you in a weird position unless you have handlebars and stuff. So now I know why you look like an idiot ramping that thing. In that <laughs> yeah. video. Which one? So, I don't remember. The Bob wire fence shell oh, jump. Yeah, yeah the Bob wire fence jump. Yeah, so. There was a fence that we had to jump over, and DJ made it look real easy, but his back tire definitely almost caught that fence. Yes, was, but I did the bunny hop. Like I yeah, did the you were fine. Pick up, but at it the last definitely minute. looked a little sketchy. For oh, so you were nose up? Yes. Yeah, you got to land nose up. Yeah, yeah you just kind of freaking. I call it a tire tap. And yeah. DH, <laughs> just freaking. DH and, and I are sitting there, and we're like, "This one's sketchy. We do <laughs> not want to do this." DH and I are looking at each other like, "We are not doing this." We did it anyway, as usual. Yeah. And uh, so DH goes, clears it like a professional. Yeah, like, he actually jumped maybe a little better than I did. Like, freaking yeah. just skeeted right yeah. over he, it. it. was It was perfect. With, with a little bit of coaching once you did it once. So Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> and so they're trying to coach me through this, and I'm like, they're like, hit it at third gear and just, <laughs> just go for it. <laughs> oh, and I'm like, I'm like. All right, let's do this. So I, uh, I hit that thing, and the only thing in my mind at the time was, I'm clearing this fence. That was the most important thing. That was the most important. I literally was about to say that. Like 100%, landing was never in in his mind. He just did not want to get caught up in that barbed wire (laughs) fence. Because you could tell he just ramped with the English of just wide open throttle. Just (laughs) held on. That is 100%. Literally didn't even try to save it, did he? He already knew in his mind he was crashing on landing. 100%. The only thing that crossed my mind was I'm getting over the fence. We'll worry about landing when it comes time. Those were just milliseconds away from each other. I feel like you should have thought about that also. Yeah. But your strategy was... Just get, just high, get enough. high enough to clear the fence. Yeah, I yeah. know why I went over sideways. You you go where you're looking. I yeah. know when he ran, he's looking off the side <laughs> of the bike at that fence the whole time. That's what he was doing. <laughs> Keep in mind, we've been riding pit bikes for about 
15 minutes at this point. Yeah. So there wasn't much warm up, warm up time. I bet you were looking at that barbed wire fence like you looked at me when you're skidding down the road beside me at the same speed. (laughs) Oh man. I just remember we were, me and D had already made it over there. Did you think it was bad? It, it was sketchier than I thought. Break it down for him, like because it was in this ravine. You had to start at the top of the road. Yep. Like it wasn't an easy jump to even hit. No, it wasn't like a just a straight flat um, lead up to like a little launch pad. Like you had to go down this grass hill into this ravine, and then once you started going uphill, you had to kind of curve to the right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then you had there was like the I mean it was maybe wide enough for like. It's a two, walking path for like two pit bikes, but there was like only a certain pit bike length because you had to dodge the fishing sign. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The homemade no fishing sign. Yeah. So like you had to hit a very specific part in order to clear the uh, fence. So it was not a it was not an easy run up, and like yeah. you you had to get it was it was a pretty broad too. Like it didn't sling you straight up in there. So like you had to hit it with some speed, like yeah. third gear. Tap. It was it was the equivalent of like getting a brand new video game and just like skipping all the tutorials, <laughs> skipping all the easy modes and just putting it on expert mode and just saying go for it, yep. not learning that any is, of yeah, the moves. That was exactly how I felt. Just <laughs> entering the final tournament and hitting back back A, back back A, <laughs> just over exactly. Over. Part of what made it sketchy too is was you couldn't see what was on the other side. So like you could just see the the run up to it, and like you just had to commit. And you're just looking at the casino, the roof of that. Yeah, scene. that is true. <laughs> you're pointing yep, at Margaritaville. Yeah, <laughs> yep. Yeah, and the first thing you you catch sight of is Red River. <laughs> uh, and, and then, then the ground. Yeah, then the mean. ground. And it's pretty flat. Like. Yeah, you kind of got to jump to flat a little bit. Yeah, don't you? yeah. You I think that's why D flat. was nose up because like the bike ain't made to handle two hundred pounds coming down on it. So you got to touch the back tire first, let the frame soak up some. Yes, <laughs> exactly. You got to kind of ride it out on yeah. the rear wheel a little bit. You can't go just full tap frame flat. the ground. Yeah. But if you if you if you commit to it and like once you get over it, you're kind of like you know all right, well, all right what's next? Yeah, it wasn't that bad. Nah. And I feel like if we went back, we could probably do it a little better. Yeah, right, it so. wasn't it wasn't that bad. I just <clears throat> hadn't jumped a pit bike. It looks sketchy years. to me. Yeah, we were. Fi- I know we were filming Luke, and we're on the other side, and you can't see, like, if you're looking at the jump when they're coming at it, you can't see them until they're like airborne. <laughs> and so we'd hear Luke tap. Son. <laughs> I was getting over that fence, but well, we can't we can't see him. And then as soon as he comes into view, like we're from me to you, <laughs> filming. And, and then, y'all knew immediately. Oh, man. <laughs> I launched that thing, bro. He did. He like. All right, so DJ cleared it, and then I probably went maybe like two or three feet past him. Bro, Luke landed like eight or ten feet past me. That's what I was thinking. Y'all let off. Yes. He was on the limiter all the way to, to lip. The whole time. The whole time. Bro, I was, I was dying. And what's, uh, what's funny is in the video, when he you can see when he wipes out, when he, he doesn't even – consider he's going to hit the ground until his shoulder touches. Because, like, if I'm going down and, like, I see the pit bikes going, I'm letting go. Like, I'm trying to run out of it, trying to land on my feet. Bro, he had hold to the handlebars and feet on the pegs till his head, <laughs> till his head touched the ground. Yeah, you got to yeah, hold on did. to your lifeline. You know he what did. I mean? He you did. just got to keep going. That's exactly what he did <laughs> he <laughs> when never... he fell off the pit bike on the road. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Till it tore him loose from so it. So, I think that was just the second ride, right? Yeah, one, and two. So, made... Two mistakes, two rides. Quentin, why don't you go and break down? Because who would it? It was me, you. I was beside Luke. Me and him were drag racing. Yeah. It was me, you, Luke, and Chris. 
yeah. Wasn't Chris yeah. with us? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, because he was laughing. He was at falling at the back. Yeah, so we had just left uh, Bum Bridge over there at the Bum Apartment. <laughs> Matter of fact, hold on, hold on. That's right. I forgot about that. That's the first time I ever seen him. I mean, we, y'all. I mean, we had been down there a couple of times for other stuff around the area, bro. Like his his construction crew works faster than any, <laughs> any one Shreveport poacher I've ever seen. But the, where it's located, because you can get on Google Maps and, and spot this. Like if you zoom in on downtown Shreveport and you look at where. The bridge crosses twelve mile right outside of the miles. casinos. Yeah, twelve Air- mile by. What is the ro- what is the road that runs right in downtown before it turns <laughs> to Clyde Fan? That's I mean it's that's Clyde Fan, ain't it? Or, yeah. Or Gurmet. I mean it's Gurmet comes under the bridge right there. Yeah. Uh, up for the crossover for airport, and then right before you get to uh, is that Boomtown? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, that bridge that crosses over twelve mile. Yeah. So just north of um, downtown Shreveport on Clyde Fan, there's a bridge that crosses over twelve mile bio, right? <clears throat> And that's where your boy lives, Quentin. No, he's, got, he's literally got an, a penthouse. Yeah, like, if you've ever gone over that bridge, you've been in his living room. 100%. Bro, break the, break his place down, though. <laughs> Y'all showed it to me. I had no idea about it. And Y'all went we, inside? We, no, we haven't got the invite inside yet. Oh, okay. He said they was they needed to clean up. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. said they're doing some renovating. I've been down there one or two times, and he pretty well got the whole... Like, normally they just have, like, a little section, like, where they live. Bro, he's, like... So it's walled off. The whole thing. The yeah, whole entire bridge. It's five lanes wide, a bridge that's five lanes wide. Yeah. And he has it tarped off from the small corner of the pizza pie under the bridge all the way down. Like 20, he's got 25 foot front door. Bro, he's got a bum compound down there. <laughs> 100%, bro. That's probably a 3,200 square foot house. Yeah, he's got more square feet than I do. That's for sure. For sure he does. Waterfront. Guess and what? It, guess how much he pays for it? <laughs> Zero dollars. <laughs> what about his security system? Well, do you remember looking around when we got there? Yes. Yeah, so we pulled up. I had no idea what we were rolling into. And then, like, I see all these tarps and, like, this wall. And I'm like, what? And then I see, like, picket, a little mid-drift picket fence, like a, do- a low dog fence. And then he's got a cattle gate, a full-size cattle gate, like a, not a bent-up, a good one. And he's got deer cameras, like three deer cameras, signs telling you you're on camera. Then he's got a motion sensor that sounds like our old laser tag guns. Yes. <laughs> like when you yeah. break the motion sensor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then um, his method of uh, safety at the top <clears throat> edge of the fence is he took a piece of tin, ran it along the fence, clipped it into like A shapes, and bent them back like back and forth diagonal. So like a sawzall blade. Yes. Literally like a sawzall blade. I touched them there and they ain't dull. <laughs> Before we even get, like we come down the hill and, and uh, he's like out front seeing what's going on and, and meets us at his gate and like starts talking to us like like com- like it's complete, like we pulled up to his house. But he was talking fast. <laughs> yeah, he was on high speed chicken feed. That's for sure. <laughs> oh my, my boy God. was rocket fueled out. And, uh, yeah, he just started, I mean, well, I don't even know if the conversation started. We just, like, asked him about the place, like, how long he lived there. And, like, he just went off on this tangent, and we never got another word in. It was literally just any question you can think of before you could even ask him. He was already talking about something. <laughs> there yeah. was two stories he told us that I remember <clears throat> specifically. One, do you remember what he pulled back and showed us behind the tarp? He's got a truck in there, don't he? He has two vehicles. There's two vehicles in there because yes. we asked him if he had a car or something. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I got this truck, and it's got 6,000 watts of audio. And, dude, he starts rattling off all this audio. And, like, what's going through my mind is I'm like, bro, you got, I mean, you got a bum complex. I'm not, it's nice. But what are you doing spending money on car audio for <laughs> with the gas prices? Away? You know he ain't driving to nowhere. There was no tire tracks in and out of there at all. And then, 
Like, I don't know. What was going through y'all's head? I was I was baffled. Like, Bro, when he started breaking down, because he had like two 15s, a 9,000-watt pile amp, uh, MTX, like everything that you would have gotten in high school he had. And I think it was a Sunfire with a dent in every panel of the car. <laughs> but, bro, he was rattling off it's so, the specs on the stereo so fast. Like, I couldn't follow him. But he was just talking about how hard it beats. And I think Quentin was like, well, man, turn it up. Let's hear it. Well, I mean, he was like, oh, no, man, the battery's dead, man. I was just – I need to get a little gas like before I really get to playing it. I'm going to have to put some gas in the thing. Was, so. it, was it the first or second time that his arm was burnt up from the amp or something catching on fire? Remember? What? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We went back, and he had, like, burns all over his arm. He's telling Dustin's story, and then when Dustin was talking about, well, let us hear it. And then he had some excuse why we couldn't, and he was like, and he's like, well, I'm burnt up. Like in the middle of a storm, we're like, whoa, 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 how'd you get burnt up? He's like, oh, some electrical caught on fire, and my wife just something called I was, at me. Something I was cooking just exploded on yeah. me. <laughs> and we were like, what? Dude, I'm talking about, like, I, we for sure need to go down there with all that deer saucer I got, a peace offering, and just be like, hey, man, we need a tour, and we want to, yeah. I, I want to hear the story. Like, what, how long would it take you to build this place? Where'd all this stuff come from? Mm-hmm. And where did he you come like, from? Yeah, he had like furniture, and it was like sectioned off in there. And then uh, he let D take a peek in. He was like, "Hey, but don't go in that back box." For like, real. Instead of saying the back room, he said, "I the seen back that. Box. I seen he does. There is like a little room back there." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Have y'all ever heard of stereo? No, no. I tried to. I have. You have? Yeah. This past week. Are you serious? Yeah. I had some extra food from going out to eat, and I stopped by there during the day to drop it off. Did you? Hand? <laughs> no, I swear. <laughs> and uh, oh my god. And uh. And him and his wife, I guess it's his wife, because he don't live there by himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But walk down there, and I'm like, hello, hello. And, like, the little thing's beeping going yeah, off, yeah, dinging, yeah, dinging, dinging. Perfect. And, well, like, maybe two minutes goes by, and finally him and that lady come out of that little back room. because I was sweaty? Like, I was, like, looking across through there. <laughs> and, uh, and, like, he didn't remember me at first. And I was like, hey, you remember, you know, we was down here the other night on Pitbox? He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I remember. And then he literally told me, like, the same exact two stories oh, that he told God. us, like, talking a thousand words a minute. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and then he started, he started talking about his stereo again. He's like, you want to hear it? And I was like, uh, yeah, you know I want to hear it. <laughs> yeah, of course. So he for sure, like, cranked it up and let you yeah. hear it. Yeah, and while he was, like, jacking with it, like, his wife was right there. I was like, what kind of music do you listen to? Like, some good stuff? And she's like, he likes rap, and he knows I don't like that kind of stuff, but but he likes it. <laughs> and then he turned it on, bro, and it actually sounds pretty good. Really? Yeah. You were in the house? No, I wasn't in the, the house. complex? You were at the gate? Yeah. He made you stand outside while he cranked the radio? Well, I was going to come in, but he said he couldn't find the key to it, to the Why cattle gate. Why you just step over it? <laughs> you just described the razor wire. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and this man does have weapons. Yeah. Yes. He's got a freaking compound bow. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. that was the other story that I remember <laughs> that he told us. Did he tell you that one? No. He has to freaking, uh, like, apparently other bums try to move in on his stuff <laughs> and, like, come by and see his wife and stuff under there because, like, the other side's not all the way walled off all the way to the water. And uh, I'm guessing he said material got high. He said material. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's why he hadn't finished that wall. But he said, uh, what did he say his name? Catfish guy or fish guy? Yeah, fish guy or something. Fish guy or something came down there. And he said, man, I think he was trying to look at my wife. So I ended up shooting my bow at him as a warning shot, and he called the cops on me, and they put me in handcuffs, and then... They came up there and seen how crazy he was and let me go. And then he tried to run up on the cops, and they told him to get out of here. 
and dude, this whole story about he shot at this dude with a compound bow. Bro, I don't and, know. But he had this target. He had a piece of foam set up, and it was like a sunk boat foam, that real light foam, and he had target on it. But he had three arrows you could tell were stuck in my hand because they were dead center, <laughs> like side by side. And he was like, yeah, I hit them from over here at the gate. Ain't no way. Nobody else could do that three times in a row. They were literally touching. And I'm like, <laughs> oh like I think it was a deterrent because he has like signs and trails like – as if somebody's going to take that route in when the short route is just to come right down the hill. It was kind of odd. So mm-hmm. Yeah, he's got he's got those little signs that we had to dodge to go up the jump, like the little fishing signs. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out why he has those signs leading from his house. So you don't fishing. get lost in his yeah. neighborhood Must, down yeah. there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Got to get it's a like, street, like street, street signs. signs. Yeah. I think the first thing people do when they come under the bridge is walk down under the bridge because they want to be mm-hmm. in the shade and fish. So, like, as you walk under the bridge is the first sign that points to the left and says fishing trail. Oh, so he's then you walk down. By the bow and arrow target, and yeah. there's another one that says fishing trail ahead. So I remember earlier you said that, that sign was a uh, homemade that we had to go around. Yeah. If it's homeless made, what do you call that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my god, dude, that's a whole nother level there. God, that's bro, a- we have to go bring him some more food and freaking uh, go talk to him. Bro, he didn't even say thanks. It was half a catfish po' boy. Oh, he didn't. No. You know what that reminds me of? What? You remember that time we took those that couch to those bums? Yeah. When we go riding, y'all been with us. I don't. When we go down like off of uh, North Common and we cross over the bridge by that gas plant, and there's a couple of little stores right there that we play, in, and we can come up to the railroad tracks, turn and go into downtown. Yep. So back in the woods over the railroad tracks, were you with us the other day when that whole bum? I showed you where that whole bum neighborhood is on the other side of the railroad tracks, mm, where they got that little bum church set up too, kind yeah. of. Yep. Yeah, by that bum church. You remember where me and you drove by the bum church? Oh yeah, yeah, with all the chairs and stuff. And when that got... cop pulled us over for, yep. the, um, we got in the argument with him. If you go just right on the other side of the tracks, right there across the bridge where you cross over coming, there's a bum like whole colony there, like ten bum houses, and they like live on both sides of the road. So me and and you, uh, DH, just happened to come across them one time, and, like, there were some dudes there. And so we stopped this dude, and we literally sat there and had, like, a 20- or 30-minute conversation with him asking everything that you would normally – or what what you would always want to ask a bum of, like, dude, where are you from? How did you get here? What's going on? And all this. And so, like, we talked to him for a while, and he kind of told us the breakdown of the area and, like, oh, this father and son lives over here, and they're always screaming and yelling at each other and fighting. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do remember that. And he's like, and then a man and a wife lives over here, and then these people, and then I live over here with a buddy of mine, but I only live here sometimes. All of them were like, oh, man, I'm just living here for right now. I I only live here sometimes. Like, I'm, I'm working on a place now. So, anyways, me and D had a couch that we were pulling out of the shop, and was like, "Well, let's just give it to these dudes." You left out. You left a one part out. When we went over there and looked around their camp. Well, that too, but we was talking to him, and uh, <laughs> oh, that's right, <laughs> his cell phone starts ringing, bro. <laughs> we're sitting there talking to him, and the phone starts ringing in his pocket, and we're like, "Bro, you got a cell phone?" <laughs> and my man hit Dustin with the one finger. Hold on, just a minute. Let me take this. <laughs> It's work. Oh, That's right. God. I forgot about that. Straight pulled a phone out of his pocket, a smartphone, and got on it and was, was talking to us. You know what it was? It was Obama phone. His landlord. 100%. And his landlord was yeah, calling? I don't think he was his landlord. <laughs> I don't think he was his landlord. So we were like, all right, well, we got this couch. We're literally going to throw it away. I'm sure they could get more use out of it than us. You know, it was a good couch. There's nothing wrong with it. Just we didn't want it. And so we took it down there, uh, I don't know, two or three days later probably, right? And we're going to drop it off to him, and uh, nobody was there. And so we went to the uh, 
to the hobo house where those two dudes live. And for sure, he told us, like, broke it down. And we had seen that other guy, big, like, old guy with a beard, probably 400 pounds in overalls, was wearing no shirt. He got dropped off that day by those couple of guys. And so we knew that younger guy and that older guy that wears overalls lived in this house. So we're like, all right, cool. Let's just. How big is this bum house for us? It was in the woods. Yeah. They got like a legit adult clubhouse built. Always That's next. exactly what it's like. Yeah. It's like an adult clubhouse. And it's all they're all next to the train tracks for whatever reason. Do you remember we tried to give it to somebody first and he was like, what did he say? <laughs> it was the one under the bridge right here close to the shop. He was like, what is it? We're like, hey, sir, we have a gift for you. We're going to run back. We just want to make sure you're going to be here. What is it? Do you yeah. remember? Yeah. And like we were like, was- well, it's, it's a gift. Like, we want to surprise you with it. We didn't want to tell him, like, oh, it's a couch. But he's like, well, if it ain't beers, don't bring it back. Yes, yes. 100%. <laughs> yes, dude, 1,000%. So we were like, all right, we're not going to give it to this dude. So we went on a mission and found these other guys. And so we took it back over there. This this is where we were like, what on earth? What on earth? beers, don't bring it back. Dude, well, yeah, that dude said, if it's not beers, don't bring it back. So we're like, all right, we'll give it to somebody that would want a, a, new ca- a newer couch. So we took those guys to drop it off. They weren't there. So we're like, you know what? Let's just walk around, call their name a couple of times, but just kind of whisper their name and just kind of explore their <laughs> compound and see what's going on. So we crossed over the tracks, walked into the edge of woods. Dude, they had that outhouse down the hill, like literally built out of plywood, an outhouse. They had a shower house right down the hill with like a bag mounted at the on the roof and stuff that they would fill up and like take showers, had some beds set up. Like they, It was a legit little compound where they also had a barbecue pit there that they looked like they'd been grilling in. And so we we're like, oh, dang. So we picked it up to see if there's any food in it. Well, there wasn't, but there was a Glock pistol case in there. So, of course, we were like, oh, sweet, bro. Man, they got, these, dudes got a, these dudes got a pistol. Keep in mind, it's two dudes that live together in this bum shack. And so I was like, D, open that thing, see if it's got a pistol. And we were going to leave it, but I just thought it was cool. Like they had a new Glock in their bum house, opened it. Bro, it was condoms. A slam full of <laughs> <What>? condoms. <laughs> Yeah. What? Some yes. opened, some unopened. Some of them was still used. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Are they saving them like trophies? <laughs> Dude, I have no... Maybe turning them inside out and using them twice. I don't know. <laughs> Bro, in the gun case, in the uh, barbecue pit. And it was chocked full of them, dude. Bro, what on that? That was like their bum safe? I guess. <laughs> I guess. So immediately we let the couch got on the pit bikes and left. But we after that we like ran a scenario through our minds like, dude, what are these bums got a gun case slammed full of condoms for? Like, are they bringing chicks down here from the casinos? Because it's walking distance from the casinos. Are these dudes together? Like, dude, I can imagine. We were literally trying to wrap our heads around like, what are these bums running out of this Speculating. Place? Yeah, we're speculating. I know what they're running. I feel like it's a sperm bank for <laughs> sure. <laughs> it was weird. Bro, what on earth? We for sure should. Are y'all in town this weekend? Uh, nope. We leave tomorrow. Well, next time you're in town, we literally need to bring like an iPhone tripod and let's just go to all them bum camps because there's that one over by Blue Beacon that, that they have a truck. Remember they have a truck they all yes. share? Yes. We need to go talk to them. We need to get the story from under the bridge. That place, we need to go interview all of them and just let them be like, hey, we're we're cruising around doing an interview for our podcast. Can we talk to y'all and film? Dude, I feel like a better idea was what you said is us go down there and like stop. try to get in. Yeah, stop <laughs> like a couple of blocks away with gas. Yes. We talked about and, taking their truck and joyriding a little bit. Oh taking gas God. is like a peace offering and going down there like, man, if y'all will let us like be a part of your clan, be a part of your group, like we'll, we'll give you gas for the truck. Like we got five gallons we can spare. If y'all will just let us stay with you for a couple of days. 
stay there like a day or two and be like, man, since we bought the gas, can we borrow the truck and run up to the gas station <laughs> to get y'all some beers? Because <laughs> apparently Mikey told us about this. Mikey said they have a truck they all share. And like apparently they have cell phones and, and somehow Mikey said he was at Blue Beacon or something and like they, they they got into it and they were on the phone like, Where are you at with the truck? And Mikey's like, Bro, this is a bum that told me he lives over here and like apparently Mikey talked to him when they got off the phone or something. He's like, Yeah, they were fighting over who had the truck so long they were supposed to be back by now with the truck and stuff. Oh my god. You know, they're all recording the mileage, the fuel Dude. in the truck and everything. So <laughs> I was like, bro, we have to go over there and be like, hey, we got some fuel. Can we run some errands? And I'm sure so one of them's going to want to ride with us. So we'll just take it and just like see how long we can be gone with it. Bro, you're going to be able to go down there looking like that. They're going to know something's up. Well, yeah. I mean, Luke looks yeah. kind of scraggly. Yeah, Dust- Dustin's still got yeah. some of our uh, Muddy Bottoms Mud Rides clothes in the back of his shirt in front of the <laughs> toolbox. We'll just put those on. I didn't know what shirt I can put yeah, on. Yeah, I was going to say, Luke, <laughs> Luke put his uh, pit bike shirt on. Yes. <laughs> Quinn's got neck tattoos. He would fit yeah. right in with some oh, bombs. Yeah. yeah, for sure would. Bro, we, we literally have to. That'd be hilarious. We'll send them two down there with like some uh, some leftover food and some gas. Yeah. I, sure think, I think Chris could pizza. go for a bum too. Chris for sure could. Yeah, he definitely he, could. He just couldn't wear his... Actually, he could wear his flannel long sleeve shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm sure. Only, only that, though, like not buttoned. I'm sure he's got some some bro shirts he can put on. Though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, nice yeah. and ripped up. Huh. You pretty well destroyed that one of, uh, of yours, though. Had the back peeled out of it. Mm. And that was... And Quentin pointed it out. Like, we got to show how road rashed you were. Actually, we didn't even talk about that. That was the second ride. Mm, yeah, we haven't right, so talked about that. First ride, Luke, out. You just try to jump this little fence. It's only like a foot tall fence. Yeah, and smack the ground. Crash out. Dude, well, I then, laughed so freaking hard at that. Yeah, you did. Oh, man, we was rolling. But the very next weekend, me, you, and Chris took him riding, right? Yep, so we just left. Uh, what is that dude's name down there? The bum under the bridge by the casino. Do you yeah, we've never, we've never uh, Diamond name. Dave, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> the karate guy? Yeah. <laughs> it looks like him. He does look like him. <laughs> so, yeah, we leave from there, and then we get out on the road, like uh, close, like on the shoulder of the road, and it's a long straightaway. And so uh, D's like leading and cruising, has his headphones in, and me and Luke are behind him, just like accelerating like drag racing when we get wound up like fourth gear we're rolling like i don't know we need to we need to gps and things i, I think they at least do 35 or yeah probably faster so we're his, probably rolling is fa- way faster <laughs> why you keep saying that I definitely got a tune on it bbk mm-hmm. we got now we just got the exhaust mods we got the semi cut and the cowboy cut on mine <laughs> <laughs> well, me and luke are ripping side by side well like the whole time i'm noticing i, I knew something was about to happen like 100 because luke had this grin on his face but wasn't paying attention. Like I was doing this, like looking at him like this, like I know better how how quick things come up on you. Luke, wide open, grabbing gears, no lift shifting. But he was looking at you like a little kid. Yeah, it's like laughing like the whole time, like <laughs> and never looking back forward. And I was like looking back Y'all forward. Are goofy. And literally within like one look, I see D like start to like de- like get off the throttle, like we're about to make a turn on the grass or whatever. And like in that split second, like when Luke see me look or something, like he had to see a look on my face. He like snapped forward, and I just see his left hand grab all the brake that thing had. <laughs> like I'm not talking about leaving some fingers in between where you can't pull it all. I'm talking about like this open hand <laughs> grabbed it. I promise you, I did not have time to and, open my whole hand. And after he grabbed it, he it was brake steer, and so bro, it just piss whipped him into the ground right on his right on his head. <laughs> yeah, it it's, was not a good time, but uh. Yeah, I mean, I, I was just looking. We, we were just messing around, just kind of cruising, and I was looking around to go do something out on the grass. And when I looked back forward, it was you were right there, and I just I grabbed all the brake. No, because you, you were literally looking at me for three gears. <laughs> I, 
<laughs> All right. How far do you? How far did you skid? You think? At least thirty yards. Like, did you skid like like this right here? Like, or was you, or was you doing <laughs> you, this? You I was not tumbling. You wasn't. I was not tumbling. See, it was the it was the worst case because. Like when he fell off of the the pit bike and hit the ground, normally you would want to roll mm-hmm. so that it reduces like the slide on the ground. But he hit and like it picked half his body up, so all his weight was on his his back <laughs> left, and shoulders. Shoulder. And he literally just slid in the scorpion position, the reverse oh. scorpion position, dude. God. Yeah, he didn't roll to the last like ten mile an hour. <laughs> For sure, he was in like a aggressive um, breakdance parkour uh, scorpion yeah, yeah. locked <laughs> up literally skidding on his shoulder like this and his hand locked out and like his feet up in the air oh and, like, man but the funniest part the reason I was literally laughing before he was even done skidding was the look on his face <laughs> pure terror thought he was gonna die Literally, the best description is, you know when you fishing and you pull a fish up from, like, too deep, too fast, and its eyeballs are kind of imploded out of its <laughs> Literally, he was, like, he was like wide-eyed, but had this terror look on his face, and it was literally frozen. It's like, burnt in my mind. We're doing, like, 35, and that's all I could see. And I'm, like, literally la- laughing hysterically before we finish. And then we stop, and I'm, like, turn on my camera. I'm still laughing all the way back to him, and I realize, like, he's okay. He's just a little burnt up. Bro, I wish y'all would have got it on video. Oh, my Did you God. hit your head or no? I had my head a little bit, but it wasn't bad. Imagine if you skidded on your head, bro, and had like bro. a bald spot or something. Mm. In your head. Oh, he, they were, they no, were he, telling me. They were no, telling me that I did. It no, almost he, looked like he had jumped in the Mexican deep end. And, oh, one hundred percent! It burnt off some of his hair. Yeah, because he was bleeding from his head too. Because it wasn't even a cut on his head; it was a strawberry. It was a. Uh, did it, it hurt? Since we were on asphalt, it was did a it blackberry. Hurt? Yeah. <laughs> did it hurt at first? Uh, no, my whole body went numb as soon as I hit the ground. Mm. So you didn't know what was missing or what was broke. No, I legit the only the only way that I knew what was like hurt or what I, where I had strawberries was from the videos. I literally had no idea. Was it uh, better or worse than what you thought initially? Better. <clears throat> what? Yeah. Oh yeah, he made out. Honestly, road rash. You, you made out good. I for sure thought you was gonna be we was gonna be seeing bone everywhere. The, yeah. the only road rash that I've seen close to that is that time that you borrowed. What's his name's uh, Chris? Chris is yeah, a- Grom. It was out in the uh, out in that big parking lot trying to get it to wheelie and trying to hold him and let it go in third gear and went off the back. Bro, Quentin, just skid on one side of my body. I went, I saw it just the other day. I've, it popped up on one of my memories. Yeah. I still got the picture of you, but I don't. I think Luke's was probably worse. Yeah, you definitely got smaller spots in surface area and about the same speed, so it kind of dug into you. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. not a good feeling. But, like, I remember hitting the ground and thinking, like, I don't want to start rolling because if I started rolling, I was going to start hitting my head and all that. So I was like, I'm just going to slide. I'm just going to slide it out. <laughs> what uh, what would happen if you didn't grab the brake and I mean, crank, crank the wheel? Just steered? Probably would have dodged him, maybe. <laughs> Dude, I didn't. He would have missed me if he would have just, like, just hit the swerve, he would have gone right around me. Bro, I, when I looked up and saw DJ going that slow in front of me, the only thing I could think is do not hit DJ. <laughs> like, And <laughs> I had no time to think about it. But we, he was probably from me to Josh whenever he like touched down. And I was doing about 15, and he was doing about 30. So he literally could have hit a swerve and went right around yeah, me. Yeah, mm-hmm. but like in my mind, Quentin's on my left. And then no, I'd like already a, have an invasive maneuver. So I seen did, you look I, back. I said, I "Yeah, let me go and get in the I road." We did not have time to think about that. He's trying so to deflect blame on y'all. 
I'm he's not, like, he's like it was like a rolling roadblock to crash me. <laughs> I, I'm, not, I'm not blaming it on anybody. I'm just letting you know like what was going through my head. Like I didn't want to hit anybody or make the situation worse than it had to be. So it's like just the decision I made. Luke, what you don't know is we yeah. call that little move the dip and dive. <laughs> it didn't have to be like that, though. <laughs> we get Quentin to distract somebody, telling jokes, laughing, being funny, and then I slow down in front of yeah. them and make them wipe out. We call it the dip and dive. <laughs> Perfect. If y'all would have had it on video, I would have definitely thought it was on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if he would have crashed in the back of you. It would have, A, tore your pit bike up. Mm, don't get me mad. B, probably hurt you, like broke your leg or ankle or something. C, his, he would have been unscathed. <laughs> yeah. You would have my airbag. Two yeah. things would have happened. They would either have locked back and front wheels, or D would have caught hit the front of his foot peg to the back of the Achilles tendon. Oh, dude. Dude, I did not want to hit you. I didn't you. want to think mm. about that. Because <laughs> I know both of our bikes would have been screwed up, and then you would have been mad at me for a lifetime. Do you know why I was doing 15 in front of y'all? Yeah, we you, were, were, you were trying to like uh, Mario Kart me and kick a can yes. out my tire. So yeah. I know that. <laughs> I know that, D, I know you've done this, or at least it's entered your mind. So with the trail, the, the side of the road where we were going down. Like when we go riding on those uh, sidewalks and stuff that are super narrow, so you don't have much room to get out from under there, and you see something on the side of the trail, say like a, a beer bottle or like a, a road cone, when you roll by, you try to kind of kick it with your foot and kick it out in front of your buddy that's right behind you. 100%. And so we were cruising down the side of the road, and I knew he was behind me. I just didn't know he was clipping along so good. And there was a 40-ounce beer bottle sitting right on the edge of the road. So, like, I swerved over a little bit, slowed way down, and hung my foot off the side of the pit bike to kind of deflect it out into the road. And so, in my mind, I was like, oh, bro, this would be so sweet if it hits his front tires like an excite bike. <laughs> and so, I kicked that thing and then, like, just go – and he immediately hits the ground. Boom! And I hear <laughs> – dude, I hear his bike oh sliding. I look back, and he's on his head, feet in the air, sliding. I was like – Oh my God, I just kicked that bottle under his front tire. Man. <laughs> it worked. Oh, yeah, oh for the God. first time ever, it worked. I was like, oh my God. So, like, I turned around and was like, oh man, what happened? <laughs> no oh, what would you do? Yeah, was, and as soon as he said, I locked my front brakes up, I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> thank I think D got off his bike and was like, you didn't see that bottle? I tried to kick it out of your way. <laughs> Dude, all I know, I don't, I don't remember why, where I was at, why I didn't go with y'all, but I remember watching y'all's stories that night, and I was dying laughing, dude. Especially when y'all came back to uh, Quentin's shop, <laughs> and it was like looking at it, I was like, oh god, dude, it looked horrible, bro. So for those that follow DJ again, if y'all are watching his stories, he drew a little. My my one on my shoulder looked like a strawberry. Exactly. Like an enlarged strawberry. That's where I and, lost it. <laughs> and DJ was like, I'm a draw le like leaves on it like a strawberry, because that'd be funny. And I was like, whatever, dude, I did not care. I was like, I'm in pain, just draw it, whatever. He goes to draw it and it felt like he stuck that thing right in the middle of the strawberry. That's what it felt like. It was like weird. It was like leaking that clear fluid oh, too. Yeah. Mm. It was burnt up. Quint? He thought he thought uh he thought D drawing him was gonna give him a break from us cleaning him up, is what he thought. <laughs> that was at the beginning of the night too, wasn't it? Yeah, that yeah. was the very beginning. Oh, what, yeah, we what, 30 minutes into riding. Yeah. Was you like, bro, F this, I'm going home, like I'm tore up. Mm, no, I had to get back on the horse. I thought I thought about going home. I did. At but first, I, he I definitely was. I don't know if he was in shock, but at first, he was like, man, I'm done. I'm done. Literally, mm -hmm. while he was Take still squatted down on the side of the road, he was like, I'm done, man. I'm done. I'm not riding no more. I'm not I'm riding. I'm tired. 
And so we was like, hold on, hold on, slow down. Like, don't make any brash decisions right now, right? We made reservations at Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> we can't Let's talk miss about them. it over dinner. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> two hour of a ride from now, we'll talk about if you're going to ride more or not. And, dude, at first he was out. And then, like, when we got back here and started cleaning it up, like you can see, he kind of started coming back to him. Mm-hmm. He's like, you know what? I'm not doing. I'm still hungry too. I want to ride some more. Yeah. But what was crazy up. is like Quentin was said, that his plasma or whatever that is, I think it's plasma, right? Yeah. Was literally <clears throat> dripping down his back from all, all the, yeah. uh, all the strawberries on his back. Yeah. So changed out my shirt, threw a sweatshirt on, and kept rolling. Mm. Oh, you know it's leaking through your shirt too, and oh, yeah, kind of dries it, up, it, and then it's stuck to yeah. you. Ruined my yeah. free shirt I got from the bar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but through the. Uh, the new shirt and the sweatshirt. Yeah, it was juiced up through his shirt from the mm-hmm. strawberry. What happened when, like, uh, I guess, like, the adrenaline or whatever dopamine wore off and, like, the pain kicked in? So when I woke up the next morning, I was super dizzy. <laughs> I was like, like from I peeling, don't know. Peeling I yourself off your sheets? Yeah, I, don't know. <laughs> I don't know what's going on, but I am super dizzy. I don't know if it was from hitting my head or, like, the adrenaline coming down or what, but I was like, this does not feel good. <laughs> And then the the worst part about the whole thing was putting bandages on was fine, but taking the bandages off every night was the worst pain mm. that I've ever been in. The first two or three days around the shop, like you could tell, like how much of a bind he was in, like just watching him walk around and move. <laughs> he literally was walking around the shop in the office, only moving his feet, <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. yeah, just shuffling like, his feet, like your grandma does, just yeah, dragging yeah. his yes, feet across. Yeah, yeah. And I, yeah. I would like to go to sit down. It wasn't like a, a sit down motion. It was more like a bend your legs and fall. <laughs> <laughs> And then I wasn't leaning back in my chair. I was, like, definitely perched forward, so I wouldn't lean on him. How was the shower and a bath? I didn't shower for two days. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, I took a bath, but I didn't shower for two days. But uh, it, it burns, huh? Dude, it's so painful. Oh, it lights you up. Is it still hurting? <clears throat> no. Yeah, no. You just took good. the bandages off, like, last week or this week uh, or something. It's else. been a couple weeks, but, yeah, no, they're good. They're just a little pink now. Scars, you think? Mm, maybe. Maybe not. The one on my elbow definitely will be. Have you been riding since then? Mm-hmm. You have. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're gonna be pink for a while. That skin will be light pink like that. I'll sh- my leg is just now probably like where you can't tell it's ever happened, but it stayed yeah. like distorted skin, looking like I don't know, like the pigment was off for a long time. Yeah, it's definitely how it is right now. And yours were pretty deep, a couple of layers down, so that might last for a while. Yeah. If anybody ever gets road rash, make sure you wrap that stuff up for a few days. It helped a lot with he- the healing process for sure. Yeah. But Any- it does not feel good. Anybody that needs to know how to take care of road rash yeah. or third-degree burns is yeah. about what that was, reach yeah. out to Luke. Hit yeah. him up on Instagram. I'll tell Let you the know. process. Yep. Neosporin and uh, vitamin E and mm. wrap it up. Don't be telling him for free, Luke. Oh, my bad. Yeah, yeah. The, the small fee of watch this podcast. <laughs> so, so you're saying don't leave the gravel in it or, or what? Uh, for a day or so, leave, oh, okay. leave the gravel right. in it. Until you can take a shower. Leave, leave the gravel right. in there. Y'all email Luke your insurance card and <laughs> we'll get you booked in. Lo, uh, I mean, uh, Quentin was the one that noticed it whenever he uh, when we got back to the shop and like started assessing the damage. First of all, his leather belt was almost burnt all the way through. And yeah. then you saw the the uh, the T-shirt all wadded up. But Quinn was the one that noticed the one on his back that looked like a strawberry. When you zoomed in, like some of the asphalt was left in like, I guess maybe your hair follicles or something, whatever mm-hmm. those little holes in your skin are. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so uh, it literally looked like seeds on a strawberry Ooh. on that thing when you got close to it. Like Bro, it there was, was so much burnt asphalt in <laughs> every wound. It was. It was black. Bro. The fact that that stuff did not get infected was a miracle, really, realistically. 
Yeah, because you were sliding through so much bum dust. Oh, yeah. There was a lot of bum dust and a lot of Shreveport, like, ashes laying around. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. When I saw the uh, videos, it lo- I was like, there ain't no way he had clothes on. I was like, he was riding butt naked in there. <laughs> and, and, why, and why was he doing that, first of all? <laughs> to get road so, rash that bad. There ain't no way you got road rash that bad fully clothed. I had clothes on for the first 20 yards or so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Luke went in there and took a tour of the old bum's house, come out with the Glock box and box. We were like, what is going on? <laughs> That's the real story. He was trying to make a speedy oh, getaway. <laughs> no, so many people were telling me, man, did you go to the hospital, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, what do you mean did I go to the hospital? No, I cleaned that thing up and we kept riding. Do you want me to get dogged out for the rest of my life? No. <laughs> yeah. What did uh, your girlfriend say about it? I was just like, hey, I'm riding riding pit bikes is part of the game, I guess. So we're just gonna just gonna have to deal with it for the next couple of days. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Josh was the one saying the other day, what were you saying about uh Luke's riding status? He for sure had a concussion because I saw him two days later at the shop and he was all googly eyed. <laughs> Still like, kinda wall eyed? Yeah. No, so what Josh what Josh told me was like, bro, his parents and his girlfriend are never gonna let him come ride with y'all again because the only two times that he's come on serious rides He's been the only one that wipes out. So it's like we're setting him up for failure, but I feel like it's it's eat or be eaten. You know what I mean? Look, if you're if you're gonna ride pit bikes and have a good time, you just gotta be ready to get hurt sometimes. We don't even ride as wild as we used to. Like we used to literally rip all over town. He's oh, all been yeah. short rides. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pit bike sprints. Yeah, we've been doing easy rides. But uh We went on one after that and nothing happened to you, did it? Yeah. Or, or I, I made out good on the third ride, the third or fourth ride that I went on. Yeah, we had a good ride then. <laughs> you no, know, he was very cautious. And it was a big ride. You definitely backed it down. <laughs> this dude <laughs> drove off a culvert into grass oh. like it's six foot tall. <laughs> yeah, we were riding down. We were riding down Burt Coons, <clears throat> headed over by the auto mall. I don't know. Probably We're probably, what, 10, 12 miles from the shop mm-hmm. at least. And it's it's nighttime. And that's like the sketchiest part where we have to cross the road where all those turning lanes and stuff are because there's no, there's no shoulder to really ride on. So I'm riding behind him. And he goes to bunny hop over the curve, and I remember riding through there a long time ago because they don't, they can't make the grass right there. Like it's way too steep and too, what like ditched up for them to get a tractor in. <clears throat> and all of a sudden he bunny hops, and like we're rolling like pretty good, probably about fifteen miles an hour. He bunny hops, and then all of a sudden I just see hands, head, back tire of the dirt bike, and legs, and then he's like stuck in the grass. It's so <laughs> thick and tall. <laughs> like I've seen him somersault a couple times, and I was like. I was like, oh, man, he bunny hopped right over where that big culvert drop-off is. <laughs> Dude. Bl- just to kind of give a visual for some of the people that don't That's know, so when we're funny. riding, there's times where we cannot see anything at all. Nothing. We're riding by. Like, if you... Just close your eyes and road. That's what we're doing. <laughs> that's what. Yeah, yeah. You're yeah. blinded by the car, car lights coming head on, and then like it's pitch black down there, so you you don't you don't have any night vision. You can't see anything. Yeah. So like, the fact that that doesn't happen more often is mm. crazy. Mm. So to, to see you go over the the curb and just disappear, I was like, this is it. This is the time I've been waiting for. He bro. gone. I did. I literally. <laughs> I looked we lost over. D-R-I-P. <laughs> I looked over it like it was a cliff, like looking for him. I'm like, bro, he's about to be way down there. <laughs> what was crazy to me is all three of them just kept riding off, and it's like, well. He's just gone, y'all. Like they, <laughs> yeah. they gave up on me that fast. Like I was just. Did it blow you off the bike? Oh yeah, for real. Yeah, he flipped over forward. The handlebars in his waist and like pole vaulted. Yeah, him over I the went over the over the dirt bike, flipped over like everything. So we, we was coming up, kind of into oncoming traffic, and the cars were starting to come at us. Well, when you're looking towards the cars, like you're blind and you can't see nothing. And all there was a tall curve to the left, curb to the left side, 
And the grass like, was tall enough that it looked like it was even to the curb. So mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I'm just going to hop this little curb right here and land on this flat ground. Well, what I know is that grass was probably four foot tall. <laughs> Easily four On feet the tall. other side of the curb. So like I just hopped over and when I kicked my back tire, like did the like the uh, tire tap, and I thought my, my front tire was just going to touch the ground. I was good. Well, it fell off of a four foot embankment. And so I just kept rolling forwards. And like Quentin said, like feet came off the back, <laughs> hips caught the handlebars and just flipped the whole dirt bike. I honestly think the bike stayed on his feet on the first 360, like was above him <laughs> and his feet were on the pegs. Like he went over so quick. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, he's going to be way down there. And then he, you could tell his adrenaline had like kicked in because he literally popped up so fast and grabbed the bike and was like literally back at speed with me beside me. And I'm like, bro, are you okay? He's like, <laughs> He's like, yeah, I thought it was flat. And I'm like, right, but you just scorpion with a bike over your head. I, I, the, the part Bro. you didn't see is that we're all riding behind you, and me and Chris saw it happen. We we're like, oh, crap. And there's oncoming traffic coming, so we, like, rode up there, saw you were okay. We we're like, cool, and just kept, kept rolling. Because was like, Don't go there. Yeah, don't yeah. ride right there. And just kept going. So it was like. We didn't have time to check on you. We had cars coming at us. My but boys just a- left me. They gave up on me like that. Oh, man. That's freaking funny. Mm, mm. I, I that's the first time I heard that story. I thought he was hurt. I was like, oh yeah, he's about to be hurt. Like, I forgot for sure. about that because we was clipping along pretty good. Yeah, and like, cause like we were good. trying to go as far as we could on the road and then jump over the curb whenever we were like going into oncoming traffic. So we jumped off and everybody skinned it back. And Quinn stayed right at the shoulder and was just clipping by like rearview mirrors coming head on at him. <laughs> but I was like, no, nah, I don't think so. I'm jumping the curb, gone straight off that embankment, dude. I knew. I don't like riding down there because we go through there slow. Normally, you got to like walk your bike because you can't tell where it drops off or if there's a hole. Or I remember there being a big culvert we all missed that one time. Just like if you were riding slow, you could step off and you're freaking falling on your head. So Dude, like, we got oh, it figured man. out now. Now that we mounted those uh, light bars on there. Oh, yeah. So last time we went out when it was me. They were good? Heck, yeah. So me and D got light bars on our uh, pit bikes now. And so we would, me and D would get side by side in the tire tracks and Luke and Chris would get right behind us. <laughs> And so, literally, we were driving into on, uh, oncoming traffic, cops passing, and when they pass, it's just headlights. It's yeah, just a couple. T- <laughs> it it's looks just, like a car. Yeah, it looks like a car driving down the road until they pass us. We're just disconnected. We got four tires. We're just all disconnected. Basically, the same thing. <laughs> well, that's funny. And the so, light bars work good. Like, you don't outrun them. Like, there's no, enough light where when you're rolling, you That's the way to do it. Yeah. That's the way to do Dude, it, Dude, it's sure. the best ride. Like, it's like riding in daytime with the light bars. It's literally enough, and you're not moving too fast. That it lights everything up good enough that right, it's that. no problem. It's way more fun riding like that. It makes you want to keep it on all the time, but obviously you can't. But yeah, it's sweet. It does. Uh, like the battery and charging system will support it. Like it don't drag. Y'all don't know y'all losing spark power. No, I'm getting no, no. spinning and sputtering. Definitely not mine. I mean, just mine, make sure you don't buy the same one that he got. Mine's definitely not losing no spark power. <laughs> <laughs> you got a bright? Was yours brighter than his? No, just mine's got plenty of spark. Yes, that He's got a B- tune. Yeah, that BBK putting out all them freaking watts. <laughs> I keep trying to tell him, you literally ran the same speed as me on two of the races. What do you mean? No, I didn't. You beat me three times in a row. And then beat me twice. It's literally, uh, yeah, we, we did an exhaust mod to him. Because he, he can tell you, his will outrun mine, too. That exhaust mod is not going to overpower the... Uh, weight mod. <laughs> no, we swap bikes. Because D, you're what, two, what? 240, 260. Are you really? God, I'm no. like, <laughs> <laughs> You hold your weight really well. Like, God, oh no, God. of course not. Yeah, no. So I'm like 180 pounds. You weigh about 20 pounds. So we yeah. swapped bikes, and it was still the same result. And we, we figured, like, hey, it's going to lose some bottom end, open it up the exhaust. No, we did, like, a fourth-gear pool, and, like, they're side-by-side, and then mine starts pulling on his, like, two or mm. three bike links. Yeah. And I got race mm-hmm. fuel on mine, too, so. What? Yeah, so go, you know. 
I don't know what he did, but I'm I've been buying fuel from the bums over there in Blue Beacon. <laughs> Brother diluted down with so much water already. Yeah, done. he said. He said this is 79 octane. I said I don't even sell it. He said, yeah, we we water it down. <laughs> Bro, so the other day, uh, right after we rode, actually, like uh, the next uh, morning, maybe like Saturday morning, me and Josh went up to the uh, the power wash station uh, down the just down the road. That one's working. Yeah, and so uh, we were cleaning uh, my uh, pit bike up and just chilling. And so Josh and Kate was there, and like we were all hanging out, and I just hear like freaking, bop, 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 bop. so I was like, oh dang, what on earth was that? And you seen Josh kind of look over at me like. Dog, what was that? So I quit power washing. I was like, dude, what was that? We heard it again, like freaking pop, 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 pop. And well, that time, me and Josh had already started walking over to the edge of the uh, curb, like looking out across the field, trying to figure out what was going on because we wasn't sure, but like we was kind of guessing. Well, it was about 15 seconds before the second rounds uh, popped off. So we're like, oh, dang, that's for sure. And you kind of hear some people yelling. And so like we squatted down, so we were kind of blocked from anything, any any stray uh projectiles if mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and so i was like i don't know man maybe maybe not well this white suburban pulled out with the rear passenger door uh hung open and there's this dude just full sprint coming out of the neighborhood trying to run that thing down the suburban like turns slows down and the dude yells something at the suburban and the suburban just takes off like leaves that dude so like all of a sudden that dude goes from full dead sprint trying to catch that suburban to get in that rear passenger door to just literally just a mild, easy walk, like a casual stroll. And the shootout had happened maybe 100 yards away, like they had just shot this place up. And there was dudes standing all outside, and he just went to just a normal, casual walk. Like he was strolling down the sidewalk, walked down the sidewalk, and it was probably like 15 or 20 yards from me and Josh. So me and Josh are sitting here looking at this dude that was just involved in a shootout, and he's kind of looking at us just casually walking we're just like nah man we didn't see none I used to do that same thing whenever I was playing Grand Theft Auto <laughs> my dude's walking like he walked into a crowd of people like no one's gonna be able to pick him out yeah, yeah he's like walking down that sidewalk by himself like he's just with a group of people like nothing and so we were like oh crap and uh, we are like dude let's start uh, let's check let's check the uh, police uh, radar the police radio Cato now see- on the website yeah 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 let's see what's going on and so it was recorded reported a shooting but it was like half a mile down the road so instead of at the uh, power wash station it was down at cbs pharmacy mm-hmm. it's like a half a mile and so me and josh jumped in the truck and was like man let's just go look and see because that's where they reported when well, we drove down there that same white suburban or tahoe was parked in the parking lot with like 10 cop cars and an ambulance tires were flat on it coolant was dumping out from under the uh under the front end and uh, so we we're like, oh dang, that is that is that same truck and all that. Well, there was a, they were loading a dude in an ambulance. We got on the uh, we got on the news website, and for sure somebody had got shot. It was reported that somebody had gotten shot, and so it, it was right there where all me and Josh were standing there watching it happen. But me and you rode pit bikes back down there, didn't we? Yeah. So they misreported where it happened, and you said when you got there, there was a bunch of investigative units like looking around for shell casings. So the dude must have told him like, oh yeah, I was sitting in my vehicle here and I got shot up, but literally. They shot up the neighborhood behind where y'all were washing the bikes. Yeah, that's right. That's right. There was cops walking around looking in the grass right around the car. <clears throat> and I wanted to be like, hey, dog, uh, this ain't where that shooting happened. <clears throat> but you know what they say about snitches. Yeah. They begin stitches. So whenever y'all saw the guy trying to run and get in there, like it wasn't it wasn't shot up the second time? 
uh, it was shot up from the second time because we only saw them after mm-hmm. the second set of shots were oh, out. Okay, okay, then okay. all of a sudden they came out of that neighborhood, turned right. And so we were like, oh, dang, they just got a shootout. Well, that dude was just full tilt, bro. Like when you hit hold A and run on Grand Theft Auto, you know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, like yeah, the yeah. sprint. He was dead sprint and then went to just arm swinging, Conor McGregor walking like nothing happened. Trying to avoid the five stars on Grand Theft Auto is what I was trying to do. Trying <laughs> yeah. to act casual. Well, you went down there to look at the that suburb or that tile. Yeah, we were, with me, we were right? right down there. Yeah, there was like uh, two or three bullet holes in the rear quarter panel, one in the rear door, maybe one in the driver door, and then around the front of the hood, right in line with the driver uh, windshield, around it hit the uh, hood, but like stretched the metal and it sent the round over the vehicle like it was just like what? a perfect like scoop gone was there blood in there no that's what i looked for that was it was closed and locked and the driver door had uh two or three rounds low like at the leg line dang then, yeah no they shot it up like it literally was probably hit eight nine ten times kind of all the way around it and then yo i looked in the driver's seat there was no blood but everything was locked up it had been like a leg shot because i think when we looked it up and googled it it was a uh, non-lethal yeah non, mm-hmm. non-fatal shooting or something mm-hmm. like that so we, we wrote a report from there and turned it in. <laughs> Closed out our investigation. <laughs> Pretty well called the whole thing off. Bro, that's crazy. Yeah. So was the guy y'all saw, was he the one that was shot, or was he doing the shooting, or what, who was he? No, he wasn't the guy that was shot, but I, he was with the truck that got shot up. He was trying to get back in that white Suburban that got shot up. So what I have to assume is he jumped out, popped off some rounds maybe mm-hmm. on the first time, or maybe they shot at the car the first time, and then they stopped. He got out, fired back, and then went full sprint. And his homeboys left him about like about like they did me when I jumped that curb in the grass. Dang, you know what I mean? They man. just kept. Did he have going. a gun? Did he have a gun on, on him? I didn't see one on him. Did you? We didn't get to pat I him was down. Trying my best not to make eye contact. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably I smart. Was looking out, yeah. looking the other direction. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I was standing at the uh, over by the edge, just like staring at the dude. I turned around. Josh is walking, whistling, looking at the ground, just kicking rocks around. I'm just trying to use my periphery. Yeah. <laughs> I guess he dumped the dumped the freaking magazine and was like. That was the, the yeah, difference in between the first and second shots is the draw time of the other party. That's what was going on. <laughs> Whoever shot first, they they got the gun drawn out and returned to fire. You already know there was in a high point battle too. It oh, had to yeah. be in the way it didn't. That round didn't penetrate the hood. Like it was a large round because the holes were probably forty or forty five caliber, right? Yeah, it was, it was big. large it was like 45, holes. Forty five. But boys must have been shooting high points because that one rolled into that hood, like Quentin said, and just shot up to the sky. It That's didn't even insane. didn't even bust through the sheet metal. Their homeboys was reloading their rounds. <laughs> they were short on gunpowder on that round. <laughs> They didn't get the hot loads on that one. So. Bro, that's crazy. That neighborhood's crazy, though. Cherokee Park is out of control, dude. Like, that whole culture back there. But it happens all the time. Yeah. Like, literally all around there, all the time. Yeah. Gunshots every day. Literally every crawfish bowl we have at the shop, I tell everybody to bring their vest. <laughs> I'll tell you what we need to do is if something like that pops off again, we'll just do like we did in your... Uh, in your truck, you remember over there across town, whenever we had your uh, Corvette wheels in the bed of the truck? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what happened. Bro, we lied. We were, Do you remember? Oh, yeah. We were rolling uh, from the machine shop getting hub adapters made for the dyno. And um, I had to go pick up two of my Corvette wheels were there in the back of my truck. And we had... And keep in mind, like, these are nice freaking Z06 wheels with, like, high dollar tires yeah, on them. They're, yeah, $500, five $600 wheel and tire combo a piece 
And so we're rolling across town, and we had that worker that was going to come work for you. And we always show them a good time when we come in town. And I was just like, the railroad tracks on Burt Coons by Willis Knight and got like this perfect asphalt lip. Oh, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> and so uh, I was like, well, and so I just floored the truck. We probably hit it about 70 or 80. Oh, and bro, dude. it just smooth as can be, got on the bump stops at the max transition of the ramp, and we left off like full tilt. And I just remember like forgetting and looking in the back of, of the mirror as we took off, and like all of a sudden I see Corvette wheels go up in the air, wheels and tires in the middle of traffic, and then we slam down, and they hit the bed of the truck and both bounce out on Burt Coons. Oh, like, we're doing like 60 God, or 70. Bro. And it's, I mean, it's six lanes wide. It's five lanes, so two and two and then a turning lane. Mm-hmm. And we're doing 70 miles an hour, and these two Corvette wheels go to Mars, dog. <laughs> and it's a red light. It's Just, a red light right in front of us. And oh. Quentin said they came back, hit in the bed of the truck, bounced bounce back out. Nah, dog. When we hit that jump the first time, then <laughs> both wheels, different directions, <laughs> gone out of the I back of the truck. one of them hit the bed of the truck. Definitely not. They both went to Mars. <laughs> Bubble stop um, uh, seat bounced the wheels out of the back of the yes. <laughs> Like it was the back of the school bus and his head hit the roof. And when they hit the road, they literally true straight, like right past us, like through oh. the grass and trees and everything, like rolling. Like luckily they veered off just enough because we were having to stop behind a bunch of traffic. Otherwise they would have hit the back of my truck or someone else's car or oncoming traffic. Oh right, y'all ever seen them videos where them dude be like walking down the street or like somebody, <laughs> somebody's like <laughs> pumping gas? And you see a tire come out of the, uh, come from off screen. Yes, a thousand miles an hour and just bro, kills. I always people. thought it was people's wheels and tires coming off. It's not. It's, it's people jumping it. rollers. That's, that's, that's how it happens. That's how it happens. I always wondered, man. And so the, I literally ran that through my mind, and, and immediately when they came out of the back of the truck, I was thinking like, all right, how are we going to get out of this? First of all, they don't have VIN numbers on these things. <laughs> so besides the witnesses that saw it happen, nobody's going to know them wheels came from us. So if they bowling ball somebody trying to walk down the sidewalk. <laughs> we gone. <laughs> we gone. Or blow through somebody's windshield, we're just going to have to buy some new wheels. Like mm-hmm. we're leaving them behind and we're gone. And somehow one of them, like we found one really easy one of them was moving so fast and shot out through the woods. It probably took us 20 minutes to just find this tire on the side of the road, bro. It blowed out through the woods. Were they in pretty they good were, shape? They were pristine. Nothing was wrong. Really? really? Scratch on the face. They landed on the tire and just rolled? Dude, and you know when an airplane lands down on the tarmac and it blows white smoke because yep. the tire's at zero? <laughs> That's what they did. When they did that? Oh, when they hit the concrete, it immediately whoop. Like white Bro, we were flat rolling. spotted them. They were hauling. We were flying oh, though, dude. God. I'm surprised they didn't land face down and just. That's we, we do them. need to go out to a GM one day when we got some old tires and freaking drop one out of the truck and just let y'all see what what, what could have happened. In fact, oh, we should probably God. set up bowling big bowling pins and just <laughs> play <laughs> play tire tire bowling. Oh, That's a good idea. God. Or just drive towards the truck on uh, pit bikes and let somebody dump one out the back and just yeah. see who's lucky enough to yeah. get missed. Bro, or, I I want to see what it looked like when you hit that uh, railroad tracks because that's pretty. It's like pretty steep. Oh, yeah. we got off the ground. Oh yeah, the whole truck. I guarantee you we're probably what foot and a half, two foot off the ground. Yeah, <laughs> which doesn't seem like much, but when you're in a three quarter ton <laughs> mega cab, <laughs> you come down from two, a foot and a half off the ground, you hit hard. I've done. I've done it about to go over. It just like unloads the suspension, and that feels mm-hmm. sketchy. So mu- I can't imagine doing bro, that. Bro, if you that ain't dodge. leaving from the bump stops, bro. bro would- <laughs> one of my ex, one of my ex buddies' uh, parents used to live right over there. Mm-hmm. So I'd go over there all the time, and like even in my truck with thirty fives on it, like. It's it's so steep, like you 
five miles an hour across it. Yeah, and it will kick you. Oh yeah. Yeah. So he was full full tap. We were at least doing six. Oh, dude. Which what's his name in the back seat? He actually hit the roof. Yes. Yes. Man, and when you see those Corvette wheels pass you, you think, dang, who lost some wheels? <laughs> I'm like, oh, dang, them's Corvette wheels. <laughs> there was some nice wheels. Oh, oh them is my that's wheels. That's our wheels. That's Gwen's wheels. <laughs> One of them wasn't even mine, actually, because I was going to have to pay for that's it. Right. It was Aces. Aces. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and say his last name, so if something happens, he gets blamed for it. <clears> yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, Asa. <laughs> Which reminds me, do you remember Wes Ryan that we went to high school with? We went to school with Stony Ryan. Yes. And Wes Ryan was his older brother. He used to have that black Tahoe on like 40-inch groundhogs, super sweet yeah. black two-door Tahoe. Yeah, tahos. loud pipes. Yeah. And so one time he was coming down the whoop section on I-20 between Bozier and Shreveport, and he was getting off at the uh, maybe like the, the traffic street exit or something like that, and he went to get off. Oh, yeah. And one of his off. 40s came off. Oh, bro! And he told me Tahoe. Yes, like just completely just at interstate speed. Just one of them blew the uh, wheel studs off and came off. And so he was already on the exit ramp. So it continued down the exit ramp. And he was like, "Oh, bro, this is fixing to hurt somebody." Well, he told me a crazy story. There was a dude riding his bicycle down the side with his back to the on ramp, like riding down the on ramp. That freaking forty Duke Duke Duke. Clipped that dude's bicycle, knocked him <laughs> off of the bicycle, blowed the bicycle to pieces. He said the dude like, <laughs> he said the dude immediately like jumped to his feet and looked around. Thought he got hit by a car. Yeah, but didn't know where the tire came from. So he said he picked his bicycle up, looked at it for a second. <laughs> it wasn't rideable anymore. So he just immediately started walking off with it like nothing happened. Didn't investigate, didn't care no. what happened. Didn't oh, look around oh for where it came God. from. It just freaking called, called the bike on, on a good bounce, knocked him off of it. He stood up and just walked off like it never happened. Bro, if that happens to me, I got some questions. I, there's some things I need to figure out before I'm going anywhere. You know what I'm saying? I'm so mad. You're just riding along and... <laughs> Bro. First thing I think is somebody's ass is getting kicked. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm about to be DOT. Who didn't yeah. have their load security? Oh, no. You know what? I'm, first thing I think is like, yeah, I'm, I'm about to be rich. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm getting paid. Man, man, the, man. The thing that blows my mind is how much momentum those vehicles have going down the road. If you see one tire hit something, it just acts like it's not even there. Dude, disintegrates. <laughs> really disintegrates yeah, like what happened to the Tahoe, bro? Yeah, Smashing I was trying to think. Yeah, really? yeah. You about to be big, leaning off a forty-inch tire? That ain't no lie. Like, yeah. He tore up the side. Like it set on the tire for a second and then skidded to a stop. Mm. So it tore up the side of the tire for sure. But Chris, uh, did I ever tell you about you know those forty-six-inch military tires? Mm. Uh, four of them came out of the back of Chris's truck on forty-nine. On four, and we were at interstate speeds. We were 60, 70 miles an hour. Forty-six-inch tires. Yeah, they were. Uh, there was no wheels in them. But uh, it was those military tires for his truck, and they uh, like the, some. We had them strapped in there. And either we had the tailgate down, and like all of a sudden I was like, "Oh, bro, all the tires are rolling out." Like, mm. Something like the strap through the middle broke or something. All the tires rolled out. Every single one of them hopped over the concrete K barrier, and you know it's downhill to where all the industrial drives are and all those businesses. Mm -hmm. Luckily, they all hit this fence um, mm. where there's like the Purina plant, like right before that. Those businesses down there, bro, and it it literally took the chain link fence and about tore it loose from all the wire ties, uh, all four spots that those tires hit. Cool. Seventy miles an hour and then downhill. Bro, if that's mm. not good luck right there, I'm gonna tell you, I don't know what he is. He goes, I'd have kept driving. I mean, it would. Those yeah, were total for sure. cars for like, sure. They would. Yeah, dude, you got lucky with the Corvette wheels. 
Yeah, yeah. Ain't a lot. oh for sure. One of them blowed all the way out into the woods. Where is the other one at? Uh, like right inside the woods. One of them went way into the woods, and one was like right inside the woods. Yeah, one of them hit a water hole and immediately stopped, like right off the sidewalk, right at the edge of the woods. Bro, was there like people around? There's no. a lot of traffic. They I mean, there's people behind always us. traffic people, there. Yeah, a lot of traffic, but no people. people. had to stop at the red light, like, beside us, because we were we were deep into the road. We were, I mean, we were almost to the red light, so we were right before a gas station driveway. So, like, we pulled over immediately on the side of the road. And, like, I know these people behind us seen us, like, ramp the railroad tracks, and then they pull up and stop at the red light, and they see us grabbing tires and stuff. Bro, I wish probably, I could have like, seen that. Idiots. Dude, it's definitely one of those things I would have seen and been like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Just kept going. <laughs> It was fun. I would have pulled over Dang. and be like, bro, who are you? I'm trying to hang out with y'all. <laughs> that was sweet jumping. <laughs> oh, man. Man, but uh, unfortunately, Logan couldn't make it with us uh, tonight, and he was the reigning but not defending champion at this point. Hmm. But even in his absence, we're going to have to hand this thing off. So, Josh, go on and grab me that belt. I'm ready for it. I literally can't think of anybody that deserves it more at this point. Then turn and burn Luke. Then turn. <laughs> <laughs> then freaking gravel man, raise it, oh, rug burn, man. strawberry himself. You're, I'm going to tell you this right now. You're literally like an like, asphalt sponge. <laughs> we'll call you street sweeper. Skidding across the concrete <laughs> is worth this belt. All of a sudden, for sure. this, is a, this is a prize that everybody wants here, but nobody wants to have to win it. <laughs> that ain't no freaking lie. That is not a good reason to win that belt. Mm. No. But you got to take it home this time, boy. That was your first it's time? Worth it. No, it was my second time. What did you get it for the first time? Tacoma and uh, Disney, I think. Oh, yeah, the freaking nose wheelie. Moonwalking. Moon oh, that's right. Yeah. That's oh, right. Yeah. That's right. You sure did. So I'm proud of what you did on your first pit bike ride. At, no, no, no. First second. and second, and second yeah. honestly. Yeah, the, the stories are not over. Mm. Yeah, we're definitely going to add to him. I can already tell. Bro, because his skill didn't improve. It got worse. <laughs> yeah, that's what's crazy is you have not improved on any of the pit bike rides. I mean, one thing I respect. Debatable. One thing I respect about you is you always ride beyond your capabilities. For sure. <laughs> I do like All that about you. I do you know like I mean? that about you. That's the only way you get better. If I rode in my capabilities the whole time, I would never get better. That's true. So. That's a good moral to this story, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Always ride over. Beyond your capabilities. 100%. <laughs> yeah, don't take the cheap route to 100. Learn fast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, go straight there. So, anyways, another good checkers or wreckers. Boys, uh, good stories. We need to go take the bum some food. Mm-hmm. We need to go check on our buddies with the couch, see if they're putting that thing to use. Oh, man. See if that Glock box is dry yet. With that couch, do you think they put they were smart and put it uh, with the back facing the downside, the inverse, so it's like reclined oh, under the bridge? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like put it on the downhill. Oh yeah, so it sits. Or do you think they put it to where it pulls the cushions and makes them sag with their feet <laughs> facing the water? <laughs> and everybody sits on the couch, but nobody wants to because it's so uncomfortable. Yeah, where the back one, this one gets pulled out, this one gets dropped down. You get pissed off because it makes you slouch. So you just got you got to get in there and pick this up, slide it back under. Let's go check on him and just see how he's got it set up. Should we go buy some extra large condoms to add to the <laughs> collection? <laughs> I'm not supporting that. Out of all that freaking story, that's a little loop. All, he's like, yeah. man, I feel bad. I feel like because I crashed because of karma for stealing their Glock box. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so if you want to hear any more uh, Checkers or Records, you can check them out on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, Facebook, Instagram, anywhere. That you want to listen, but for me, uh, I got to go back up to the shop and get ready for some things. So that's it, boys.